testing. This is a test. Hello, welcome. You are very blessed <laughs> and pleasured to be joining the first episode of my podcast. Surprise! I am joining the ranks of the most esteemed thinkers <laughs> um, that we have in our society. And um, let's just get right into it. So the reason for this podcast, other than just me wanting to enchant people with the sound of my own voice, is I thought it would be a different way to explore content creation um, in a different format than I'm generally prone to using. So I've been writing the tarot newsletter, Black Magic, for about, I think I started it in 2020, maybe 2021, I don't know. It's been a couple of years. Um, and my output, <laughs> volume-wise, has not been super high, as I'm sure you, as a subscriber who is listening to this, are already aware of. And my thing is, is I tend to get a little bit stuck on the card that I've pulled at times. I definitely get myself into writer's block territory where I'm overthinking things and I feel like I approach the card and what I'm writing in a very serious manner, especially when and this is going to sound really braggy, um, but when I've received like really positive feedback about anything I've previously written, I, I mean, obviously I eat that up, leave no crumbs. Like I love it. Please don't anyone ever stop complimenting me if they want to. Um, however, the downside, the flip side of that uh, emotional high, I guess, that I receive anytime I get positive feedback about something I've written is it makes me incredibly stressed to continue that output, that quality of output. Um, and so the next thing that I write also, I feel, has to be a uh, home run, smash it out of the park. Um, and when I feel like I'm not doing that, when I feel like what I'm writing isn't on that level, I get, yeah, I get a lot of anxiety and that makes it really hard for me to be creative or productive or even want to open my draft and look at the words that I have, <laughs> that I've spewed out. <laughs> um, so anyways, that, all that to say, it's, been challenging for me to have a consistent uh, output for the newsletter. And so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. I've talked to some of you about this, but I've deleted my Instagram, my TikTok, and my Twitter accounts. 
Um, or I haven't deleted the accounts. I've deleted the apps off my phone because I found I was doing a lot of mindless scrolling. Um, not even really enjoying myself or even absorbing the content that I was seeing. Just checked out, like really dissociating from reality for a little. Um, and that is very habitual for me in winter. But now spring is here. And, um, and a couple of weeks ago, I thought to myself that I really just don't want to be stuck in this social media scrolling loop anymore. And so I've decided to do like a hard reset, deleted all the apps from my phone. And so I've been a couple weeks now with very minimal social media interaction. Um, I say minimal because uh, I am very immersed in social media as part of my day job. Um, and so I still have access to like Twitter and Instagram on my laptop for generally work purposes. But like while I'm on there, <laughs> might as well do a little check in on the personal socials as well. Um, but for but I don't really like spend very much time on there when I do. It's mostly just to check my DMs and maybe I'll look at the first couple of posts that pop up in my feed. Um, yeah, so because I've been on this like social media break, I have been listening to a lot of a specific podcast. I was gonna say I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, but it's only really been one podcast. Um, by someone I really admire. She's a stand-up um, comedian, and she's been in like various TV shows. Her name's Esther Povitsky. She has a podcast. It's called My Pleasure, and I just think it's really fun, and uh, it feels very intimate in the sense that you listen to her you know, talk about her week, her thoughts on current events and pop culture and favorite trends. And you just kind of feel like you're listening in on a conversation with a friend. And I just really love that a lot. Um, I've obviously thought about starting a podcast multiple times over the years. Um, or maybe it's not obvious, but I feel like that's like very, that's so me <laughs> to like want to do something like that. Um, and so as I mentioned, spring is here, uh, and I had kind of been thinking like, maybe I'll start a podcast. And here's the thing with me is that I love to think, I love to hatch a scheme. I love to just like strategize for the future. But when it comes to action, I am like an amateur. <laughs> like I just, I really... Uh, spend a lot of time in my own head. And so that can sometimes translate to a lack of action in a physical sense. Um, and it's something that I would like to improve about myself. Because I'm an Aries rising and an Aries moon. And I'm a, also Sagittarius sun uh, and Mercury and Venus and a cat Mars. Um, but so I have a lot of fire energy and with the Aries rising, like something that really benefits us is like being active and using our bodies and burning off the excess energy that we can tend to accumulate in our bodies. Because when we don't do that, it comes out 
in like an outburst of emotion. Um, and that emotion is, can very often be anger. So I've been trying to be better um, about getting more physical activity in because I'm a very uh, still chill person. I am not sporty or athletic, but I definitely got into hot girl walks last fall. Um, and I'm trying to get back to that now that winter is relenting a little and the weather is better and I have like a will to live again. So, uh, in addition to the hot girl walks, I also am very keen to stop thinking about doing things and just start doing them. Um, I had a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago who is younger than me and who has, we've like previously had conversations of them like trying to make a choice um, between like different courses that they wanted to take. And my advice to them was like, you get so wrapped up in like, maybe I should do this course or maybe I should do this course instead. Or there is there is this, other course that I'm thinking of and you're so like overwhelmed and in your head about making a decision about where to start that you never actually end up starting um, and it's so funny because I feel like I'm giving advice to people many many times um, and it's often just like I wish I would just listen to myself like <laughs> I just I can give this advice because the conundrum that you're in is so relatable to me because that's exactly what I do is I just get in my head. Um, I just, yeah, I like get so overwhelmed with decision or where to start or, you know, often it's a disguised like inner fear of failure. Like I'm trying to, like, I feel like if I can strategize like perfectly how to execute a thing that I really want to do, then there's no chance that I'll ever have to face failure. And it'll just be, it'll go perfectly. And I'll be the golden child. God, oh no, now I'm thinking about my childhood. <laughs> and like, I would bring home tests from school. I had a pretty good childhood. Like I had good parents. I had siblings who drove me fucking crazy, but I absolutely adore them and we're so much closer now. But like, I would bring tests home or homework projects um, home from school that I had got maybe like an 80% on or a 90% on. Not to like brag, but I was like a pretty smart kid, but I absolutely hated homework. Um, I just was like so bored and always wanted to do literally anything else in the world other than homework. Um, and so I would bring these tests home, tests home with like pretty good scores. And my dad would always say like, okay, how can that be better for next time? Like if you've got 90%, why isn't it a 95%? Like he was just like constantly pushing for improvement um, and of course, like out of a place of love, like he just wanted me to be the absolute best that I could be. But like now <laughs> I'm like realizing that it's put me in this position of 
like being fearful of ever really trying to do anything because if it's not perfect, then it's just not going to be good enough. And what's the point? Woof, which is just a terrible way to go through life. So all of that to say, here I am recording a podcast and we're going to see how this goes. So <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Um, I don't really know what this format is going to look like, but I thought maybe I could just talk out how I'm feeling about the card that I've been thinking about and trying to write about for months, which is the Seven of Pentacles. And the Seven of Pentacles, uh, if you are familiar with the Rider Waithe deck, um, I'll attach a photo to this newsletter or podcast that's going out somehow so you have a visual reference but the rider wave pod or tarot deck is like the traditional tarot deck that you think of like if you you see it like in any kind of like movie where there's witches and they're reading tarot cards like that imagery is like what you're thinking of is the rider wave deck it's very like the kind of like og tarot deck that most people are familiar with it's not what I work with, I work with a tarot deck called The Wild Unknown by Kim Kranz. It's incredible. It was gifted to me by my sister, Caitlin. Um, and I feel like I give eerily accurate readings <laughs> when I use that deck. So that is my personal fave. Um, but in writing about the Seven of Pentacles, I have found that the imagery from the Rider Waite deck is more, it resonates more with me. So the image of the Seven of Pentacles is a person that has been working hard in a field of some kind and in front of them they've like harvested this pile of seven pentacles and so the immediate sense from this card that you get is that it's about like amassing riches or treasure like gathering together your your wealth um but if you look at the expression on the face of the person who's been collecting all of these pentacles they don't look particularly thrilled they don't look impressed they look a little bit disenchanted they look like I don't know like maybe they were expecting something different or better from their harvest um, and so for the seven of pentacles this card is really all about taking a moment to look at all of the hard work that you're putting in to whatever that is, like all of the efforts that you're making. And this can be towards your personal, like creative projects. It can be your career, um, your day job, uh, a relationship, like anything where you're really kind of like nose to the grindstone, like working your ass off. This card is a reminder that you should take a moment and look at that work and look at the results that that work is yielding and think about, like really take some time and reflect on whether or not those results are aligned with what you truly want. And I think an example that goes further into this that might kind of make a little more sense of this card, this idea of really reflecting on the rewards we're reaping um, is that like sometimes you can start off a project or you can start off a job 
and you have certain goals in mind, whatever those might look like. Um, you just have this like vision of like what you're working towards. And then you put in your first six months and things are going well. So you keep at it. And then it's a year in and things are changing. Like things are all around you changing all the time, right? Like, uh, you know, people in management above you get promotions or they leave. Um, like teams kind of shift priorities and that has like an echoing impact on your work or a pandemic unfolds across the globe and absolutely everything in your life hits the brakes, skids to a halt. You know, like there's all just like all this, all these circumstances to consider that are ever fluctuating. Um, and sometimes we can be so like tunnel visioned, like working so hard towards a goal that we don't ever pause to evaluate if the rewards that we were hoping to reap when we started this job, this task, whatever it is, are those still aligned with what we actually want now as who we are now? Because the person that you are right now is not hopefully the same person that you were a year ago, up maybe even six months ago. Like if you're a normal person, I think, who is self-aware and who, you know, really works on themselves, I think you're always growing and evolving. And so if you've been really putting in the work on something for like multiple years, like you've really got to think about who you were when that work started and who you are now. And do you both value the same things? Maybe you do. But if you don't, you really got to think about like, is this work worth it? Like, do you want to keep charging forward, grinding to get these results, these seven pentacles, these like worthless metal discs? Like, is it worth all of the effort of plowing this humongous field, breaking your back every single day? Probably not. Um, and that's not to say that it hasn't been worth it. I mean, even if the pentacles in this metaphor that we're talking about in the, in the tarot, um, even if they are not, you know, if they hold no value as currency, they might still be melted down and used in other ways. Like they can still serve a purpose. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you just want to make sure that your efforts aren't being wasted on something that you don't want anymore. And like, it's not to have this feeling of like, waste. It's like you're not wasting your time if your goals change. You're not wasting your time if like your time, you haven't wasted your time over years if the thing that you thought you want is no longer what your what your heart is wanting you to do. If that doesn't align with your values anymore because the chances are you've learned a lot along the way. You've had these experiences, you've made mistakes and you've learned from them and you're able to take those learnings and take those experiences and apply them 
to whatever direction you pivot towards. If you really do want to change course, if you really do feel like you need to reassess and redirect yourself to a new goal. So that's the seven of pentacles. That's what that says to me. And it's kind of a perfect time for it. I mean, it's the start of spring. It's the start of Aries season. And it was a new moon today. Like we're really at the precipice of a new era. And I feel like a lot of people have been feeling that energetically lately. Like it really feels like... I don't want to say that the pandemic, like that we're post-pandemic, because we're truly not. I don't even know if we ever will be at this point. The science doesn't look great <laughs> from what I can tell. Um, but I do also feel like people have learned to adjust and have gotten better at finding a balance I'm hoping of keeping themselves safe minimizing risk um, for themselves for the vulnerable loved ones in their lives and just like in their community um, balancing that with the absolute need to continue on with having a life and getting to see people and go out to shows and go out to dinners and have that like human in-person human connection that some of us have still really been struggling to get back to maybe not everyone but I can only really speak for myself and for some of my loved ones, but that's definitely been a struggle. And it feels like this year that struggle has gotten a little bit easier. I know for myself, it took me a really long time to come out of winter last year, like probably more towards April. I felt stuck in this period of everything being very slow and very quiet and sluggish like I felt really numb to everything that was happening around me because I felt really disconnected from it I felt really far away from whatever was happening in the outside world as I hibernated in my apartment and only really had human connection over the internet and so this year I'm feeling like I have coped better with this winter than I have the la like all of the pandemic winters. Um, but even before that, like I've never really been a big fan of winter and I've always kind of like embraced my seasonal depression era and like leaned into that sadness maybe as like a bit of an ironic joke at first, but then that became very real. And so um, this year I tried to be really conscious about like not letting myself fall into that trap of like, am I depressed because I'm 
saying I'm depressed or am I saying I'm depressed because I'm, I'm depressed? Like if that makes sense to anybody. Um, but yeah, I just, it kind of feels like I keep saying to friends, like things are happening. Like I feel like there's movement in the air and the energy of people is just like, I feel like we're getting back to a place of like, we can feel a little bit more okay with allowing ourselves to enjoy life again. And hopefully that doesn't sound really ignorant because I think that's a privilege that not everybody gets to enjoy. Like if you, for example, are immunocompromised, then the pandemic very much is not over for you and you don't really have a choice in being able to get back to air quotes normal. Um, so I, yeah, I think I just, I would like to be, I hope that I'm sensitive to that. Um, we all need to not be hard on ourselves <laughs> and just take a moment to acknowledge and appreciate all of the hard work that we've done. Whatever that looks like for you personally. I know for me, the last few years have been ridiculous. <laughs> I moved to the other side of the country, away from most of my friends, all of my family. And uh, this summer, I'll have been in Montreal for four years. And the person that I was when I moved here is very far away from the person I was, or for the person that I am now, in many, many good ways. Um, I feel like I've really done a lot of hard work on myself, and I've evolved, and I'm a lot more self-aware, and I'm processing my issues, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I still have a lot of work to do, obviously, um, but... Yeah, I think the Seven of Pentacles is like a very good reminder of like just checking in with yourself, assessing where you're at, like celebrating your hard work, and then just recognizing if you're still heading in the right direction, if it still aligns with your heart's, you know, values and, and your true calling. Um, and if not, that's okay. But like, how can you make adjustments to end up at the destination that you want to arrive at? Okay, so that's it for me. Um, I don't know, we'll keep doing this, I guess, randomly whenever I feel like. I am not going to commit to any kind of regular cadence because I think we all know that I'm incapable of that currently but maybe one day down the line I will be better at posting regularly um and I still am going to be writing a lot of the newsletter but I thought maybe I would just get this card out of the way which is very on theme for the card like <laughs> I'm working really hard on trying to write this piece and maybe that's not what I should be working towards. Maybe I should use this card to move in a new direction, try a new thing, try making a podcast. <laughs> so let me know if you have feedback. 
Um, if you're like, Sarah, this is weird and I don't ever want to hear your voice again, hopefully that's not the case because most of you are my close personal friends and that would be really rude. Um, okay. Have a great day. Bye.